Nice background. Stupid. <laughs> I was like sitting here, like I should do something stupid. I'm like, I'm gonna mess with my backgrounds. So now I gotta go turn yeah, it off. Nick Saban's really annoying. Arm is eating your face. I know, right? It's like if I could get the microphone in there too, then it'd be okay. But <laughs> it was just my face with a hole in it. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid saving. That was a I great way to start. <laughs> I was trying to get one of him and Tom Brady together, but I could not find that picture. Three, two, one. This is the Matt and Muse Show with Matt Hunsler, Adam Musinski. Ankle has landed. Should we get the uh, the Super Bowl out of the way? Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to call it a Super Bowl. No, it Maybe sucked. <laughs> another game. The commercial sucked, so, the game sucked, the halftime show sucked, everything just sucked. <laughs> I did see something today about the halftime show, like how the weekend went under the, the crowd and, or under the bleachers and was like running around doing weird camera angles and stuff. And it, <laughs> it was just a bunch of stills of his face. And, like, you looked all out of it and delirious and stuff because he was, like, <laughs> taking a selfie video. Right. And the caption said, that one guy at every single beer festival that comes up and asks <laughs> the strongest beer you have is. <laughs> right. Oh, my God, that's perfect. That's awesome. <laughs> I like... Yeah, it was, I mean, it was. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was saying, I don't even know. I didn't know who The weekend was until yesterday. <laughs> like, I missed them having, the like. after the Super Bowl? Well, I guess no Sunday. I guess I didn't know who I did. I still don't even know who the hell he. Is. Apparently, he's a singer. That's all I know. He's got a weird name. That, that's all I got. Yeah, he's got like I think one song I've heard before, maybe two. But it's one of those. It's those songs that like you hear like just the chorus of in a commercial or something once in a while. Yeah, I think apparently he was, he's big and famous, but yeah, no, it's like a mix between too. pop and R and B, and yeah, right. Yeah, I miss the like Rolling Stones and I don't know. Justin well, Timberlake. They would have like, you know, two to six different people or groups mm-hmm. get there during the halftime show. And this year, obviously, they did. This wasn't the same. Yeah. They anyway, needed, the game itself. Yeah. The game was, itself was horrible, too. It's most, one of the most highly anticipated Super Bowls in recent memory. Oh, yes. And it was a flop. Major, major flop. It was. It was. There was. I mean, good for Brady. Brady is. He continues to make his argument for the greatest professional athlete of all time. But the game was bad. It was boring. And Patrick Mahomes, I know he had a couple offensive linemen out, could not get any time to throw the ball. I saw something. I saw a stat today. I can't remember who put it out, but he ran for like. I heard it like 300 and some no, yards. 500 yards backwards. Oh, 500 yards? Yes. Yeah, 500 and some yards before even throwing the ball. Yeah. Before getting sacked or throwing the ball. Yeah. Like it just, Crazy. it was, it was pathetic. And which good, good for the Tampa Bay defense. Like they obviously did what they were put out to do is to stop. Oh, what was play. amazing? It reminded me that the Tampa Bay defense when Warren Sapp was still on the team. Yeah. The line was just so dominant. Mm hmm. 
Because they were. I mean, they just gave up in the whole list the middle linebacker game and exactly. just the line took care of it. Yeah, it just it was insane to see. There was a call, that holding call or whatever on I don't know, it was on one of the receivers for Kansas City on like the opposite side of the field where it barely touched them. I thought that was like a bad call. But otherwise, like it was just a boring game. Like the call there wasn't that I mean that even wasn't a super controversial call, but there were some, but it was just a boring game. Like there was no excitement. Like Tampa Bay yeah. got the ball, they went down, they scored. Kansas City got the ball, they got a couple plays, and then they had to punt <laughs> or kick a field goal. Like Yeah, it did not go. Oh, if I you would have told me on Saturday or even Sunday morning that Tampa Bay was gonna score thirty one points. I would have told you Kansas City was going to win that game. Mm-hmm. If you would have told me one team was going to score nine points, I definitely would have said it would be been Tampa Bay. Yeah. Obviously, I'm completely wrong. <laughs> Your boy Antonio Brown had a decent game. Yeah, got a touchdown out of it and a ring. Got a lot of chips, got rings now. Shoot. Um, Shady McCoy's got uh, back-to-back. Super Bowl rings without playing a single down. That is hilarious. <laughs> oh my god! I just saw that before we jumped down. He's got two Super Bowl rings in a row. Hasn't played a single down. In That's game. funny. <laughs> what shady. a lucky mf'er! All right. So- Sorry, I'm making noise. No, you're fine. You make all the noise you want. You know what I love about podcasts nowadays is that they're not professionally. They're, well, yeah, no one cares, but you're not professionally edited. Like, literally, I was listening to SVP's pod the other day. Like, all of a sudden, his son Charlie's on, like, talking to him. Like, Dad, are you done yet? <laughs> nope, not yet. I'll be done in a couple minutes. <laughs> it was just like, that's what it is. And everyone's okay with it because we're all stuck in our basements and. Even like real work, like just it's so accepted now. It's I don't know. It's kind of refreshing to see, I guess. I started listening to a relatively new podcast, well, new to me, and it's putting me to sleep. But it's so informational. <laughs> it's just such a dense podcast. What's it about? It's about apple orchards. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> And this lady, she's in uh, uh, Nova Scotia, and she talks to apple growing experts from all over the U.S. And they're brilliant people. Most of them are like professors or horticulturalists, and they talk about everything from like the best ways to harvest and different diseases and blights and fungus, and like it's a ton of information. But all their voices are super soothing and. I try to listen to it while I'm driving, and that's a bad idea. <laughs> so I need to back that up with some like heavy rock. It's, it's right? That's hilarious. Especially this week. Those in, like that's just like some of that stuff out there is like so informative. It is very very interesting, but you just fall asleep sometimes. Like yep. I remember listening to, yep. I I did a book on tapes, kind of like a podcast, but it was uh, the 9/11 Commission report. And it was very interesting, very long. Brutal to listen to. (laughs) But I fell asleep every once in a while, but I found it very interesting and very informative. (laughs) 
<laughs> I, uh, I also started listening to this podcast called Hardcore History. And he releases like one episode every four months, but it's like oh, a gosh. four hour. And it's just him talking about some obscure historical events and how they tie in together. And it's just one guy. And it's him. The only time his voice changes up is when he reads like a quote from a primary source. And then he changes the inflection of his voice a little bit. <laughs> but again, it's super interesting. I just, it's so hard to listen to when I'm right. driving. Right. So I also listen to, uh, it's called the Monster Podcast. I only did one of the seasons. It's season three, which is about the DC Sniper. But they've also done like the Atlanta Monster, um, about the Atlanta child murders, and then the Zodiac Killer season two. But it's like I don't know, some of those things are just so interesting to like hear and listen to all the details. Like you get so only so much out of like the news and stuff. Then you look back on it, you're like, huh, I wonder what really happened with that. And then it's just like, holy yep. shit. Like there's people that yeah. like have the same mindset, just have more resources that are able to go out and like find out the information about everything. Or just don't have a life. <laughs> yeah, that, that could be too. That could be too. <laughs> they're like, what's your no job? No offense to, to them. But... No, not at all. Like, there's obviously they're getting lots of listens, so they're making some money out of it. So, heck, man. That's yeah, there's a. Uh, Congratulations. I'm, I'm glad we're pu- plugging all these other podcasts. <laughs> right, right. Podcasts, but I'm going I'm to do one more because he's okay. very talented. Okay. And he's got a network now and he's got um, a show on, I believe, Amazon, I believe Amazon Prime. He's got a show. Um, he's got a book series and it's a series of podcasts. And his company, or I guess his channel, is called Grim and Mild. And he talks about just a whole slew of things, but they all revolve around some sort of either obscure history or folklore or a blend of the two. And it's just super cool to listen to because he'll talk about like you know, some lady in the 1600s in England that was accused to be a witch and like all the things that they did to her. And then he'll go back and talk about like why they did it and what their beliefs were. And this is why they thought it was a bad thing. And then like 30 years prior to that, it wasn't a bad thing. And this is why. And and they'll talk about like the, the Jersey monster, which obviously isn't a real thing, but why people thought it was a real thing, you know, and super cool. I'm super into that one. And he's got a very good voice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Huh. So about our podcast. Our podcast is still chugging along. It is. And we actually, our audience has been going up steadily. Thank you, listeners. I appreciate it. Do you know now, so when when we relaunch this podcast, we were always looking at, or at least I was, you probably don't even know how to log in, to our stats and everything, which is fine, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So you go and like find out like where everyone like listens is from. So you go, obviously Earth is a hundred percent, which I just think is funny they put it on there. But basically ninety percent of our listens come from the United States, which at one time it was like fifty fifty out of like Norway or something weird. But <laughs> what is your guess on our number one state? It was Virginia, but it's no longer Virginia. Uh, I'm gonna guess it's not Michigan. Otherwise, it's, it's would not. Be yeah, that's true. It's not Michigan. <laughs> I don't know. Oregon. No, Washington's number three, though. 
<laughs> it's Columbus in Ohio. It's like the city of Columbus the specifically? City, yeah. Ohio is 41% of our listeners and Columbus has 100% of that. Huh. So thank well, you. Hello, you Ohioans. Thank you, Columbus. As much as we rag and all you people down so. Right. As much as we hate Ohio State, thank you for listening to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That's uh, that's bizarre. You can tell me off air how many listeners we have because I notice you're just using percentages, so you're making this sound pretty good. Oh, we have, thir- we have we have thirteen now. <laughs> <laughs> we get a constant thirteen. We we're at twelve, but we went up. Hey, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's like, I'm done doing this now. <laughs> Maybe if you put it out on your Facebook every once in a while. Dude, I... Just hit share. I tag you. You're right. I know it. I never do. All right. What are you drinking? Well, I thought this evening was a good opportunity to revisit a three... Oh, two and a half year old um, homebrew that I did. It's a uh, eight and a half percent brown ale with maple syrup. Is that good news and bad news? It didn't get any worse, (laughs) but it also didn't get any better. Is that the one I came over for, like before Olivia was born? Yeah. Oh gosh. Um, So this beer, uh, I was so. I guess caught up in trying to get things ready for the hospital that I forgot it was just fermenting in the in the back room. And by the time I remembered, I was like, oh, I got a I got a bottle at all the yeast had died. I didn't realize it at the time. So I added my priming sugar, which luckily I used maple syrup for priming sugar too. And it's just very mapley. <laughs> it's still and it's not hardly it's not carbonated at all. It's like drinking a still beer. It's very strange. That's funny. That's that. That's gotta be. I don't know if I have had it yet. Well, I might have. Possibly for good reason. Probably. You probably was like, it's, no, you don't want that. It's horrible. And it's. I, like, I mean, okay. it's not that great. <laughs> <laughs> like it's fair, uh, fair enough. Like I, I poured it and it had no head on it because. Oh gosh. <laughs> it's bubbleless. <laughs> yeah, it smells delicious. So I went this weekend to Indiana. You did, you did. I did. And it was very exciting because right next to the hotel we were staying, like outside the Valparaiso area. Um, Valpo. It was called Wise Guys Beer and Liquor Superstore. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, so I, it would go, I'd go in there and this thing was probably... We're just plugging all types of businesses right now. You know the Jacks on Mount Bay Road? <laughs> yeah. It's probably two of those. And it's wow. just booze. They have everything. And it's actually, I was very pleasantly shocked. There wasn't a lot of dust. But I went to check. You know, had to do my thing. Check dates. Yeah, check dates. I, like all the Michigan stuff I was checking dates on and whatnot. There was some Florida stuff Something that was out know. of date. Once we know how to read. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, but so, yeah, I picked up a zombie dust, which I've had before, three Floyds. Drank that. And then 
Um, I went by a brewery called Off Square, which is like a half hour away from that store. Actually, we sat there, had a couple beers, had an appetizer. Their beer was phenomenal. I have them. Teaser. They're coming in the next couple weeks because I decided to go a different route today. Was from Metazoa Brewing in Indianapolis called Hopopotamus. Hopopotamus. Yeah, it's their American. It literally has got a freaking hippo on the can. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's a good it's beer. Cool like can. it's it's nothing like. I'd say it's not like going to make me change from ever drinking too hard again, but it's a solid IPA. Nothing's wrong with it. I drink it. If I'm down in Indiana, I'll pick some up again. I haven't had out-of-state beer that we can't get in Michigan since New Year's Eve 2019. I told you to send me your wish list and I would pick some up. I mean, I don't need anything. I mean, I have a, a ton of beer. I was shocked you in case you didn't respond. I almost did. And I was like, man. You could have been like, hey, pick me up. Saw a six pack or something. I, I know, but Shannon would be like, oh, what do you need that for? I was like, I don't need it. I just want it. And then we go down that road again. I'm like, oh, you just <laughs> need to have alcohol in your life. I'm like, no, I just wanted to have some. It just sounded good. And, and she goes, well, whatever. You got enough beer in the garage. And like, I know, but this is different. She goes, we're probably just going to drink them all the night. I said, no, but I'll have them gone probably by the end of the weekend. It's an IPA. It's not something I'm going to hold on to for a long time. Ugh, whatever. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> a sore subject, man. Uh, not lately. <laughs> we so, had, it was a little different. Like we walked in and Melanie, we left rehearsal because of social distancing and everything. Now that, oh, we're just going to, uh, obviously I was with the brides. So it's like the bridesmaids and I was the only date that was there. We're just going to get pizza at the hotel room or whatever. They got a suite. I'm like, all right, cool. They go, I'm going to swing in. So I grab a six pack and some stuff for Jay coming up because it's his birthday. And then. I'm like, I told Bellamy, like, like, I'm going back there, bar to get some more. She's like, that's not bad. <laughs> like, I didn't go. I only bought three more four packs. Like, it wasn't anything crazy, but it was like stuff I knew I liked. I was like, this is really good. I gotta, I'm gonna be jealous if someone else gets it and I don't get to drink it. So, my, uh, so my brother lives in Milwaukee. <clears throat> they kind of got the same thing over there by him. Is mm-hmm. he's got this grocery store by his house? It's you no. Know, not quite as big as the Meyer, but similar. And it's more of a local chain. And they have the, the way that Wisconsin law works is you cannot sell food. And I don't know if it's food and liquor, food and alcohol in the same building, or it has different hours or some weird stuff. And you have to have a way to separate it. So they have a completely different store connected to this store that's just as big like the size of a mire, just full of booze. And it's the same type of thing. Like they got stacks of 50 cases, 60 cases of everything, all fresh. That's like, crazy. It's insane, but it's just a giant booze store. I think it's uh, Michigan's very unique with that. I'm, I'm learning is we can have alcohol in our grocery stores. I, I noticed that too. I went to Meyer in Indiana and they didn't have cold beer. Only warm. Yeah. And now the your story about this, maybe they look it up. It's like um, it protects the interests of liquor stores. That are they the only ones that can sell cold beer? Huh. They can sell warm beer all they want, but not cold beer. 
So it drives the business to look. So I'm like, that's kind of interesting. It's definitely saving the mire, like all that energy of having to refrigerate, you know, all the coolers. And oh, stuff. it's but, crazy. Yeah, it's, but they have enough money for that. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, it was nuts. Cause like I walked in there and I was like, we totally didn't bring snacks or anything. And I'm like, Mel was at getting ready for the wedding. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get some snacks for in between and, and the ride home and stuff. So I like ran in there real fast. And I'm like looking in the beer section. I'm like, there's no cold beer. I'm like, maybe it's on there. Oh, that's the freezer. No, no, there is no cold beer. I was very shocked. Isn't it, isn't it awesome being a, an adult and you can just decide that you don't know your kids with yet? I'm just going to buy what I need when I get there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Plus, like Melody said, she's like, oh, you didn't buy, like, bring any, like, beer or anything? I'm like, no, I figured we stopped at St. Julian. Like, no, no, we're going to get some wine. Like, there's, I already checked it out. There's a liquor store right around the corner of the hotel. Like, I want to get something local. Like, I'm not going to bring Corona Premier. Like, I'm not going to be drinking a ton. I'll have to drive. So, like, I'm going to drink something with quality than quantity. Uh, I, I did uh, two parlay bets tonight. One on uh, tennis. <laughs> <laughs> That I lost. <laughs> and I got one going on hockey right now. I That's need uh, Ottawa and Detroit to both win. Yeah. That's only a dollar on Detroit. No, oh, gosh. What do you win? Like three? Uh, 12. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, cash, I'm cashing my winnings out. I'm at like 75 bucks. So I'm going to take that. And then you, you can't cash out the free money. So I'll still have 50 bucks to play with. So like, well, at least I'll keep, keep my free money and cash out. Yeah. I, still I, get get, out there. I still got to learn how to bet better. <laughs> Just always forget I have it. Dude, my, my bet on the Super Bowl, I ended up breaking even. Like I ended up looking at it. Mel was asked, I mean, like somebody's just prop bets. Nothing, nothing big. The bet I went big on was the kickoff returns. Over two and a half. I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Like, someone gets a desperation mode, they're going to be running them back. Like, yeah, that's what I want on. Sure <laughs> like, Travis Kelsey <laughs> touchdowns, nothing. Oh, no, uh, Travis Kelsey touchdowns. I, I no. took a flyer on the first Patrick 10. Holmes touchdowns. Yeah, the first 10 yards gained by one player. I put Clyde Edwards Hilaire. That was done on the first play because that's the only Pat Mahomes run that was positive. Like, <laughs> like yeah, at least I want something, right? Uh, yeah. Better than kicking the fans, you know? Right. All right. You want to do the top six? I, I think we, we might as well. You know? Okay. Money. So this week, our top six was sports championships we've witnessed. I'm interested to know your take on how you thought of this list. Was it the game was really good or games were really good? The series was really good. It was competitive. Or was it? That's my team, and they won. A little of both, actually. Okay. Um, and am I at first? You can be. Go for it. Um, so my number six is not my team, but it happened against somebody that is so far my anti-team that I was happy it happened. <laughs> so this was the year – 2000 and I meant to look up the year beforehand. I completely forgot. So I screw all these down today. It must've been like 2012, 13, something like that. Um, it's when 
Auburn beat Alabama for the national championship when Auburn ran back a missed field goal 109 yards or something like that for a touchdown to clinch it. And I was at my parents' house. My dad and I were watching the game. Shana was sitting next to me. And my dad and I were watching it happen live, and we were just speechless. And Shana's like, what's going on? What happened? How was he able to run that back? And just had all these questions I couldn't answer. So I was like, this is amazing. This is just amazing to watch in person. (laughs) And Alabama lost, and I was so happy. (laughs) You figure the year out? I'm trying to. I can't find it. I just want Auburn football. Auburn Tigers football. But dude, that's that like totally is like part of the reason this is kind of hard. So it's like, when do I take it? Like, let's see, against Alabama in a bowl game. Was it only the bowl game? Might have been the semifinals. It might have been the semi because twenty thirteen, they lost to Florida State. Must have been that year. That's the only thing I can think of. Let me go see. They had their game. Alabama in that's the Iron Bowl, SEC Championship. No, that was in the Iron Bowl they played out. But, I mean, that's just. Oh, well, yeah. It was such a great game. It wasn't a championship, but I no, can but, take that off the list. <laughs> and what was of the kick six? <laughs> that What's was that? the game. I mean, the that was the six. game, yeah. Yeah, but it was the Iron Bowl, which is fine. That's a relevant. That could be a bowl game, whatever. That's a championship. (laughs) The champions, the Iron Bowl. For whatever reason, I thought that was the championship, but that's not correct. Probably what got them into the championship, but (laughs) all right. My number six. This is this was really difficult for me. I'm gonna do my my honorable mentions first. (laughs) 2000 St. Louis Rams, 04 Boston Red Sox, 06 Steelers, 08 Red Wings, 08 Giants, 09 Steelers, 13 Ravens, 16 Cavs, 17 Pats, 18 Eagles, 19 St. Louis Blues. And my number six was the 2002 Detroit Red Wings because they straight up dominated that entire freaking season. It was start to finish and it got like they were down two nothing in the first round of the playoffs, and you could tell they were just like, "Nope, f this." They had to go through the Cavs again or the Avs, which just made it even more intense. And I think when they got to the Stanley Cup, and it was like, I think they won in five that year. Like the game they clinched, you could tell they were just like, "Nope, nope, we're not giving this up." Mode like you got your one, we're done, we're taking this thing home tonight. That yep. team, like if you look at that team, like Luke Robitaille, Brett Hall, Steve Eiserman, Federoff is still on that team. Datsuk, like, come on, dude. They were good. They were really good. You let Hall of Fame goalie Chris Osgood go for Dominic Hoshik. <laughs> oh, sorry. He's not a Hall of Famer yet. That's a different discussion. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, so my number five is actually the 97 Red Wings. 
because that was the first championship for one of my teams that I could remember. Right. That was hard too. Honestly, the earliest one in my life, actually. Because that's what I was like looking at is like championships. I remember like, okay, um, didn't remember too many like NBA or college football championships before like the early 2000s, like same with the World Series. Like, okay, it was like, when were our teams competitive? That's when we were probably watching it the most. Like that's why it's like, yeah, I was alive. And when the Pistons won in 89, I don't like, I claim I remember. I don't remember. I didn't know what was going on. I was like 10 months old. That's a good one, though. That red, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, my wait, number five wait. is yeah. the 2016 Chicago Cubs. The intenseness of that game seven is, I think, the only reason. Like, there was a storm delay. They were in extra innings. It's been a hundred whatever years. And they're just scratching and clawing and trying to get it. And they finally do. And I remember sitting up with Melanie. And we watched six hours of baseball that night. I've never sat and watched six hours of baseball in my entire life. We had that game on from the first inning till it ended at like one or two in the morning. And we had to get off the next day to go to work. Yeah, I had that same exact game on. It was awesome. Yes. It was awesome to watch. But I'm a huge baseball fan. I watched the entire series. Um, we paid attention just because it was like, man, it's over 100 years. I got to at least pay attention to it. But the game, when it came down to game seven, I'm like, we're watching. I was like, oh, yeah, we are. Like, she stayed up some, for the whole thing. I was shocked. <laughs> something happened, though, for me that day is the Cubs were always, as a Detroit sports fan, the Cubs were always the team in sports I felt sorry for. And then they won their championship. And now it's just us lousy Lions and Tigers fans. Yeah. There there is no one worse than the Lions and Tigers right now, like looking for a championship. No, not at all. Well, back to my uh ninety-seven Stanley Cup. Ninety-eight Stanley Cup is my number four, because they went back to back years and seen them run it back to back was an awesome memory that I had as a kid. It was awesome. And it was awesome in ninety-eight with uh, Konstantinov and stuff obviously being injured and out. Yep. Fatisov coming back and playing and dedicating the season to him and seeing him come back on the ice and everything. Every every time I see anything about Konstantinov, I get teary-eyed. Like, it's just yep. – it's such a sad story. Like, that that Russian 5 movie gets me. Oh, my God. I've see, I seriously – it was on Amazon for free for, like, a month. I think I watched it 20 times. <laughs> like, every night Mel will go to bed. I'm like, it's just, like, 80 minutes I'll watch it. It was just like, oh my god, it's so sad. You're sitting there, cool, you should, <laughs> dude. I went through like during this quarantine, and I found each of the Detroit Red Wings champion. You know how they put out those videos of like champion Stanley Cup champions 2002 or whatever. I watched yeah. 97, 98, 2002, and 2008. <laughs> this entire quarantine, I was getting like chills, like thinking, like, oh, we were so freaking good. Ah! Oh, we were so good. Gosh. <laughs> And we're so, so far away now. Right. Uh, my number four, we'll continue this conversation in a second, is the 97 Red Wings. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are far away. The only hope I have is Steve Eisner knows what he's doing. Okay. I, yep. I that. He played for – he was driving, what, 84? They went to 97. He played 13 years before they won anything. They were competitive, yep. the, you know, 
previous three years, so even ten years before they were really starting to get competitive. So it's like, okay, if Dylan Larkin's supposed to be that Steve Eiserman character in this next group of guys, we got a full ways to go, which I'm fine with as long as we're making the progress, as long as you could see it. I, I think we are. I think we've got a good group of young guys in the NHL right now. I think our Grand Rapids Griffins, our farm teams are doing fantastic. I think our prospects are doing great. It just it just takes time. You can't put an 18 year old there on the on the ice. Like very rarely can you. No, they'll be all right, I think. And they made some uh, pretty powerful moves recently. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of draft. Um, they got nine draft picks in this next draft. Yeah, like, it's. I got high hopes for CBY. I mean, there's a reason you want to come back to to Detroit. If you look I did at see, it, they just lost to Tampa the other night, though, didn't they? Yeah. Oh God, that's, that's got to be tough. They had their first win two nights ago um, against Florida for the first time in like three weeks or some shit like that. That's terrible. (laughs) Um, That's so sad. I don't even know. I can't even watch them right now. I'm not five sports. Right. I'm watching them. They're down 2-1. But if you look at how like Jim Delvano or whatever his name is, like started building those teams in the 80s, Iserman's following that exact blueprint. He did Mm -hmm. the exact same thing in Tampa Bay. The problem is he can't find a, uh, a communist country that's good at hockey. <laughs> and the problem is, you know, this little thing called salary cap. Yeah. Well, <laughs> when Mike Illich is like, "Hey, hey let's just let's just sign our sign the check and just send that to the the Stanley Cup and, and we'll yeah, get that this back." Always <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> God. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean the only yeah, there's there's no there's no fun countries to see hockey right. players out of right now. Russians leave on their own accord, supposedly. Right. <laughs> so my number three and my number two, I'm going to put them back to back because they're essentially the same thing. The 2006 and then 2012 World Series where the Tigers lost both. <laughs> but in my lifetime, I've got to see the Detroit Tigers go to the World Series twice. And that run from 2011 to 2014 was my proudest moment for the Tigers. Didn't they lose to the Cardinals both years? Um, no. They lost the Cardinals one year, and I think the 2012, I think they lost to the Giants. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. the Giants, that's right. 2012, yeah. Cardinals in 2006. Yeah, that was when the Giants were doing their stupid, hey, one year we're going to suck really, really bad, the next year we're going to win. Then we're going to suck really, really bad. They won like three out of six, and they either finished in like first or last in those six years or something like that. It was stupid. Yeah, so uh, Pablo Sandoval yes. killed us. Yes. Killed us in that series. He, that, and that series is the only reason just, that guy got that contract. In, in Boston. Oh, yeah, he just went into obscurity. Yeah, yeah. And was it last year or the year before? I think it was this last spring. Um, I saw a news report that he has to have a guy follow him around to tell him to stop eating, otherwise he would gain too much weight. <laughs> oh my god! That's that's what his life is now. My life's not that bad then. I don't have that guy telling me to stop eating. It's my wife. I don't got to pay her. <laughs> <laughs> So my top three could be in any order, but I put them in this order because it's funny and I think you'll get a chuckle and I hope our 13 listeners will get a chuckle as well. 
So I'll do my number three, my number two. Uh, my number three is a 2004 Detroit Pistons. That surprise. Yeah, like that crew was just phenomenal, and that was like I'm big into basketball. It's my team, my Pistons, followed them forever. And to see them take down the mighty Lakers was just incredible. And they not only took them down, they basically five games swapped them. Like Kobe Bryant doesn't hit a three-pointer, they went in four. Basically all it was, RIP Kobe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my number two is the 98 Red Wings. Just because of coming back, everything that team went through in that offseason – and the emotional toll it took on everyone. I think that is, I, I agree. Like 97 is great. Like coming back from 46 years or whatever it was to finally win. Yes, that's fantastic. Running it back and honoring Konstantinov is even better in my opinion. Yeah, I would agree. All right. Is it my turn? Yep. Numero number one. one. Oh. I will never forget this day. The 2000 Men's Basketball National Championship, Michigan State Spartans, with one of the most prolific uh, college rosters of all time to not do anything in the pros. (laughs) Outside of one, well, two guys. But you got Mateen Cleaves, Morris Peterson, Jason Richardson. Like, they were unfreaking stoppable. Mo Pete had a, like, Mateen Cleaves had nothing. Mo Pete had a decent career, not what Jason Richardson had, but he had yeah. a decent career. I don't think that'd be a total failure. No, no. But I mean, I think Charlie Bell played a couple seasons in the pros. Um, Anna Gagne maybe played a couple years, but the rest of them, I don't think so. I did one guy from this team. He was a freshman on the team this, that year. Um, he was a walk-on, uh, Matashiba or Shibia. I think so. You say his last name, something like that. Anyway, he started his own, uh, like, um, he writes loans and stuff, I think. And he just donated like $32 million to Michigan State. Oh, gosh. So, good for him. <laughs> I'm kind of oh, man. I totally forgot about college basketball and did not put UNC's <laughs> 2009 championship on my list. That's in there somewhere. Uh, I hate the Carolina schools. I know so you much. Do. So, so much. But you know what? They're good. So. Oh, that's main reason why I don't like it. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't have the Rose Bowl on there. I So, I try to go just with, like, league championships, which I screwed up with the Iron Bowl. <laughs> you started off striking out, man. I was I was so excited, I just assumed. <laughs> but that, that Rose Bowl was phenomenal. And the fact that the, the play that clinched it was a backup middle linebacker, because the starter got in trouble um, the week before and couldn't play was phenomenal. That game was that was great. Yeah, that was fantastic. And we got to see Michigan State do a whole lot. Your whole lifetime. Alabama Auburn misconception reminds me a lot of Miracle. 
and that's I'm not like transitioning this to think people was alive when that happened or anything. But a lot of people think when they beat the Russians, that's when they won the championship. No, they had to like had to go on to be like Finland or something else too. Was, yeah, there was another team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, Russia was the big dog. But yeah, uh, so my number one is is a complex number one. Okay. Uh-huh. 2006, 2007, 2009, MAC championships. 2006 Motor City Bowl championship. 2009 GMAC Bowl championship. And the 2012 uh, Little Caesars Bowl championship. And those are my Central Michigan Chippewa football teams. What years are those again? Oh, 06, 07, 09 MAC. 06 Motor City, 09 GMAC, and 12 Little Caesars. I think I was at 06 and 12. Watching them plays. Both of those were down in Detroit. Yeah. Oh, nine was too. Was it? I might have been in all three of them. There's a stint there, like from 2000, probably four to 2014. I went to almost every single Motor City, Little Caesars. Yeah. Quick Lane, whatever the bowl was. Right. There. Yeah. I went to every one. Back except- when, uh, oh, who was the quarterback at the time? Dan LaFever. Dan LaFever, yeah. Uh, his. <laughs> cousins i think went to freeland went to high school with oh him. really so yeah uh he was he was a good quarterback at least yeah. especially for a max school yeah i i'm shocked he i guess i'm not too shocked but i think he would have had potential had he got some playing time in the nfl but i don't know what do i know i'm and i'm a homer so no, i went to yeah. everyone except the 2012 little caesars bowl because by 2012 i had a job and like responsibilities <laughs> <laughs> just on a whim well, on that a was always a or friday was saturday bowl though wasn't it was that a friday oh it was the day after thanksgiving yeah yeah it was friday or, no, no excuse me no. day after christmas day after christmas yeah the 26th yep which is yeah probably being right. a work day for me so yep yeah so you had dan the fever i think that same time michigan state had jeff smoker yep who see i could have put the 2009 <laughs> when central beat msu if you're going to put Auburn being Alabama. That's not, not even a thing. Central beating MSU. Dude, they've beaten three times. I know, I know times. what happened. I know, I know what's happened. It's Perfect. Just, it's I, that is one day I, I don't think I'll ever forget. Me and, like, two guys that still have my way, like, best friends at college, the three of us were just like, oh, we're going to go to the bar. We get lunch. It was like a noon kickoff. Drink some beers. And head back to the apartment, hang out. All right. We go there, go to O'Kelly's. We drank a lot of beer. We're watching it. There was like no one there. Like it was, again, it's Michigan State. They're going to kick your butts. Right. Well, that, well, no, we were good that year. We ended up being ranked at the end of the season. But everyone, I think everyone went down to East Lansing, which I knew a guy that I didn't get like super beat up and everything and jumped. It was pretty sad. Um, But I remember sitting there. And then when the flag went up, the entire bar, just fell silent. And the second that kick in, like we cashed out, like as soon as the game was almost over, we cashed out. As soon as that kick went in, everyone left. I don't think there was a single silent person on the street or in a car. Whores were beeping. <laughs> I was hanging out on my buddy's like passenger side window screaming. Like everyone was just going nuts. And that's like, that seriously is probably like one of the memories I will never forget, which is weird because I drink a lot of beer. <laughs> but I, I remember it vividly. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, uh, that was a rough day. That was a great day. 
when you say rough day, but then again, like you think about it, though, like, okay, is Central going to be MSU? Yeah, maybe one day, but typically no. That is those four years that I was there is historically the best four years of Central football has ever seen. Ever. Must be you. You should go back and get your master's. No. <laughs> I don't like school. That's why I graduated with like a two, nerds. two for 2.2 2 or some shit like that. But hey, I graduated. What was that? I graduated 224. Yeah, well. It's easy degrees. I'm living proof. Yeah. Still got a good job. Somebody likes me. Uh, good for you. Sorry, I was just trying to look at uh, playing history for people on this Michigan State basketball team. It's like three guys, four guys maybe. The Flintstones, man. NBA. Yeah. When I was working at the SAC Central Student Activity Center, here's a story for you. My boss, so I was a student manager and building supervisor. And my boss was in charge of the facility, and he grew up in Flint. And he went to school with the, with all of those guys, really? like same age Fantastic. and everything. Yeah, yeah. He's like, we used to ball against them. Those guys were nuts. Like they were just a different breed. Like yeah, huh. they still needed to go one more breed crazier though, because they couldn't make in the NBA. But he was a Michigan fan, so he really didn't care. But <laughs> oh, that's old great. Demond Pryor. I think. I'm not mistaken that Zach Randolph could have been on that team. Yeah. Was he like a freshman? He left early because okay. his first season in the NBA was 2001 at 20 years old. So he's either a freshman or sophomore. Yeah, I think he would have been a sophomore. Sophomore, probably. He was. That's like crazy. he's when he when he got down to Michigan State, like just watching him play, like man, this kid's good, and he was gone. Oh, and yeah. for whatever reason, the rest of them stuck around. Jay Rich was gone, I think, that next year too. But they were that dude. Oh, I like good team. Jay Rich is a poor man's Vince Carter. <laughs> he is. Okay. No, he can dunk really good. He can shoot the three. He played for. Decently long time, but he played probably played uh, 14, 14 15, years. Let's say 14, 15 years. Yeah, I mean, he's a poor man's Vince Carter, and that, that's okay because Vince Carter ain't poor. So, if you're a poor man's Vince Carter, you're still doing pretty good. Yeah, Randolph only played one year at Michigan State. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's a good thing to end on, I guess. That is. That's a great. <laughs> this is a great ending point. This is the best job we've done yet. Thank God that's over. Oh, uh, sure. Okay. Well, everybody, thanks for uh, making it through another episode. Oh, yeah, we, we got 
a random dad joke or something to end this. Oh, well. Do you got one? Um, oh, well, you can't put me on the spot like that. Okay, I'll uh, get one. You, you, uh, you look for one, and I'll look for one, and we'll see what one's better. I got, that's, that's I got the, one. That's the one I looked in the I looked in the cavernous mind that I have. Okay. Um, what kind of bees are scary? Boo bees. <laughs> that was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this one's just as bad. <laughs> How do you make holy water? Uh, I don't know. You boil the hell out of it. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're awful. We'll see you guys next week. Until Later. next week, everybody. See ya.